Welcome. Come on in here. Welcome to the Church of Stop Shopping. I'm Reverend Billy. Now, the Church of Stop Shopping, we're a family, a collective of singers, and we risk a rest together for the earth. And when we do that, we got to be dramatic or funny or scary, whatever it takes to bring the peace. Earth, hallelujah. Our devils over the years, Monsanto, Walmart, Amazon, predictable choices. And the biggest polluter of all, war. So if we are not in jail, then we're out in our favorite ecosystem, the forest, wetlands, alpine meadows. Or we're in the city where we live, New York City, surrounded by pavement and buildings and lots and lots of fellow New Yorkers. Who are our teachers? Question. We believe that Edward Abbey and Earth First were right all along, and we learn a lot from LaDonna Brave Bull Allard and Standing Rock. Lynn Margulis and James Lovelock, Gaia directs our prayers, and Wangari Mathai and the Green Belt Movement, and Judy Berry and Redwood Summer, and Chico Mendez and Berta Caceres and Yoko Ono and Anoni. Zora Neale Hurston, Julia Butterfly Hill, David Brower, Aldo Leopold, Daryl Hannah, Neil Young, Greta Thunberg, Chelsea Manning, Rachel Carson, Wangari Mathai. Oh, I already said. All right, Wangari Mathai twice. We don't want to defund the police, we just want to turn them into bird watchers. Amen? <laughs> we believe in the earth. The earth is a conscious living being. earth Somebody out here, give me an earth Wherever you are, at your iPhone, at your computer, listening on the radio in your bowling alley, wherever you are, earth In today's earth service, we are directly addressing a terrible riddle. Of, the fact is most of us are swearing allegiance to two governments at the same time, two governments that have laws, two sets of laws which are diametrically opposed. We've got to make a decision here. Stay tuned. The Earth wants you. you an unprecedented disaster. Is that right? Is that all we hear in your screaming wind? Are you a menacing, unknowable, savage world? 
After the storm, we, the rogue species, we stand where we burned in the trees. And we listen to your silent spring. We put our ear to the ground and hear in the traumatized lands a seed stirring sound. Your scream is a talking softly breeze. And we know that the climate tragedy, it's an instruction to us. A way forward for life. We ask that you let us make a home again. To find a way to live after the storm. We promise you we are transformed. a river, a tree, hosts 
to species long since departed, marked the mastodon, the dinosaur, who left dry tokens of their sojourn here on our planet floor. Any broad alarm of their hastening doom is lost in the gloom of dust and ages. But today, the rock cries out to us clearly, forcefully, come, you may stand upon my back and face your distant destiny, but seek no haven in my shadow. I will give you no hiding place down here. You, created only a little lower than the angels, have crouched too long in the bruising darkness, have lain too long face down in ignorance, your mouths spilling words armed for slaughter. The rock cries out to us today, you may stand upon me, but do not hide your face. Across the wall of the world, a river sings a beautiful song. It says, come, rest here by my side. Each of you, a bordered country, delicate and strangely made, proud, yet thrusting perpetually under siege. Your armed struggles for profit have left collars of waste upon my shore, currents of debris upon my breast. Yet today, I call you to my riverside, if you will study war no more. Come, clad in peace, and I will sing the songs the Creator gave to me when I and the tree and the rock were one, before cynicism was a bloody seer across your brow, and when you yet knew, you still knew nothing. The river sang and sings on. There is a true yearning to respond to the singing river and the wise rock. So say the Asian, the Hispanic, the Jew, the African, the Native American, the Sioux, the Catholic, the Muslim, the French, the Greek, the From the rocks, from the ground, in the air. Poison pollination times mass incarceration equals planet devastation. They privatize the nickel dime our lives. What gas we to survive the worldwide plantation? Our water, air, land, homes, job, food, schools, and books. Who snuck and took it? The Wall Street books did. Picking our bones and our scabs just like a vulture while spreading the scourge of global monoculture. Cause they want you a consumer. Jason in a stupor, apathetic, sedated. Or you can be a real citizen. Bring your dreams into the streets and stand for all that you believe.
Welcome to the Church of Stop Shopping, Earth Hallelujah. Welcome, everybody. Good to see you. Oh, come on in. Got some uh, chairs right over here. Amen. Today, we're talking about two governments, two powers, two positions taken by outside forces that say they should be our leadership. And one is the Earth, and the other we'll call the nation state, all right? And what's happened lately? The coronavirus has busted through our walls, through our masks. The coronavirus is the messenger of that government that we'll call the Earth. And corona rules, am I right? Rules. Tells us what to do, where to go, how to do it. And the big institutions that came to us from the nation state, the big institutions, the military, the religion, the government, the corporations, they have been moved off to the side. They didn't really believe that climate change and extinction were real. And now they're gone. They're losing. They're bitter about it. They're clawing their way back, trying to distract us, get us back into their program. But I think that we realize how flimsy their con job was. Something about the wildfires and the superstorms and the coronavirus are pretty convincing in that regard. That's power. This little edifice and this little pavement and these little dollar things in Wall Street, Silicon Valley, it's nothing. It's fake. It's not persuasive. We have a choice to make. Coming right up, those two governments will square off and they will both ask for our allegiance. And we will choose the earth and we will be chased by the nation state people, by the fossil fuel people, the pesticide people, the GMO people by that entire regime of one percenters who are all together in their daisy chain. They will chase us, they have soldiers. The earth will be our protection. The earth will save us and we will save each other because we are the earth. Ooh, what did I just say? We're made of the earth. We got the earth in us. We got the dance, we got the music, we got the intelligence of the earth. And we will find a way to live, to survive. As the earth evolves, we will evolve. We will be with the earth, of the earth, for the earth, by the earth. You and me, shall we save ourselves? earth hallelujah. Hello, welcome to News from the Natural World. I'm Savitri D. The three 770-foot smokestacks of the 2200-megawatt Navajo generating station, the West's largest coal plant, were demolished December 18th, symbolically marking the end of coal's dominance in a region where renewable energy sources like wind and solar have become far cheaper. The Salt River Project, majority owners and operators of the plant decided to close it in 2017 due to rising operating costs. An ancient wolf cub has been unearthed in the permafrost. Hidden for tens of thousands of years, the female cub was discovered by a gold miner near Dawson City in Yukon Territory. She has been named Zur, meaning wolf, by the local Trondehuechen people. Scientists now say the cub, of which the hide, hair, and teeth are intact, is the most complete wolf mummy known. Using a variety of techniques, the team was able to determine many aspects of the cub's life, from her age and diet to a probable cause of death. One in four air samples collected from hospital intensive care units tested positive for COVID-19 virus particles. 
The data showed just over 17% of more than 450 air samples obtained from close patient environments and evaluated for virus contamination came back positive. A record Atlantic Basin hurricane season was fueled by warmer than normal ocean and gulf waters that scientists say were at least in part caused by climate change. In all, there were 30 named storms, the most on record and almost three times the typical number. The basin includes the Atlantic Ocean, Caribbean Sea, and Gulf of Mexico. 13 of those storms became hurricanes, and six were major hurricanes, category three or higher. That compares to the long-term average of 12 named storms, with six of them hurricanes and three of them majors. Oceans warmed earlier, allowing storms to form before the official season began, as happened with tropical storms Artha and Bertha in May. Oceans also held heat later into the year, a likely factor in the formation of hurricanes Eta and Iota in November. In a pattern common to other recent storms thought to be linked with global warming, Eta and Iota intensified rapidly near the coast of Central America, killing more than 270 people and causing about $9 billion in damage. Hardest hit were Nicaragua, Honduras, and Guatemala, where rains, floods, and mudslides disrupted the lives of more than 6 million people. The storms wiped out livestock and harvests and destroyed tourist destinations in a region already struggling with the pandemic. The two storms truly highlight the environmental injustice of the people who contributed the least to global warming but who experienced the worst impacts. The hyperactive 2020 Atlantic season marked the fifth straight year of above-average hurricane activity. Japan aims to eliminate gasoline-powered vehicles in about 15 years, the government said, in a plan to achieve Prime Minister Yoshihide Suga's ambitious pledge to go carbon-free by 2050 and generate nearly $2 trillion growth in green business and investment. The green growth strategy urges utilities to bolster renewables and hydrogen while calling for auto industries to go carbon-free by the mid-2030s. Suga, in a policy speech in October, pledged to achieve net-zero carbon emissions in 30 years. The river running past the Chernobyl nuclear reactor is being dredged to create an inland shipping route, potentially resurfacing radioactive sludge from the 1986 disaster that could contaminate drinking water for 8 million people in Ukraine. The United States Environmental Protection Agency said it was finalizing the first ever proposed standards regulating greenhouse gas emissions from airplanes. Scientists in the Southern Hemisphere are tracking A68A, a giant slab of ice that cracked off Antarctica's Ross Ice Shelf more than three years ago. The iceberg is drifting close to South Georgia Island, a critical biodiversity hotspot in the vast southeastern Atlantic Ocean, more than 1,000 miles from the spiny twin tips of South America and the Antarctic Peninsula. Christmas week, the berg split into three main sections, still drifting close together, and scientists said the biggest pieces might get stuck near the shore and disrupt wildlife. There's also concern that if global warming breaks up more of Antarctica's ice shelves, the freshwater from flotillas of melting bergs could disrupt climate-regulating currents in the southern oceans. A68A is no ordinary iceberg. It was one of the 10 biggest bergs ever to break off the Antarctic shelf, about as big as the state of Rhode Island and about 650 feet thick, with most of that heft below the waterline. So far, it's floated nearly 1,000 miles towards South Georgia, an island about the same size as the Berg. As the only significant patch of land for 1,000 miles in any direction, South Georgia is a critical crossroads for wildlife. 
Animals have colonized the island in huge swarms, with about 5 million seals and 65 million seabirds, including several species listed as endangered. The surrounding sea is important habitat for whales. Researchers have shown that the coronavirus can be killed efficiently, quickly, and cheaply using ultraviolet light-emitting diodes. They believe that the UV LED technology will soon be available for private and commercial use. And now the sounds of extinction. Here at the close of 2020, I share with you a small number of the more than 35,000 animals whose existence is considered endangered on the planet Earth. This selection of animals are all found in North America and all are critically endangered. The rusty-patched bumblebee, the devil's hole pupfish, the wicker ancelid, Kemp's ridley, the large-toothed sawfish, the great hammerhead, the plicket rock snail, Vancouver Island marmot, wound-finned, the palila, akiki, California condor, the ivory-billed woodpecker, the hawks-billed turtle, scalloped hammerhead, the yellow-breasted bunting, the Nihao finch, slender-billed curlew, small-toothed sawfish, the oceanic white-tipped shark, the North Atlantic right whale, Franklin's bumblebee, the coral-pink sand dunes tiger beetle, the Nassau grouper, the lazen duck, the bog turtle, Eskimo curlew, three-forked spring snail, the dusky-tailed darter, the spring pygmy sunfish, suckly cuckoo bumblebee, the miller bird, the Nassau grouper, the Maui parrotbill, the delta smelt, the red wolf, the spoon-billed sandpiper, marbled darter, the fat world pond snail, the ash meadows pebble snail, the Ozark pirg, the Appalachian elk toe, the Hattletan lamp mussel, the Putnam County cave crayfish the Kanaswaga log perch, the Atlantic whitefish, the Maui nukupu, the Ohau alahu, the O, the Pau, the crimson Hawaiian damselfly, the sunflower sea star, the beaver pond marstonia, the princess alimnia, the clear leg pier, the New Mexico hot spring snail, black club shell, the corpulent horn snail, the Florida cave shrimp, thick shell pond snail, the pygmy sculpin, chucky madtum, the caribou ram's horn, Newell's shearwater, the flying earwig Hawaiian damselfly, the shelter cave crayfish, Bruni's spring snail, the white warty back pearly mussel, the lily shoals alimia, the obey crayfish, the diamond darter, the Georgia pig toe, the warrior pig toe, the june sucker, sawani moccasin shell, the Maui upland damselfly, the Maui akipa, the akiki, the Bachman's warbler, the Brian's shearwater, the Brunau hot spring snail, the recovery pearly mussel the Benton County Cave Crayfish, the Giant Sea Bass, the Hot Water Fiza, the Pawashik Skipperling, the Razorback Sucker, the Vermilion Darter, Small Tail Shark, Southern Acorn Riffle Shell, the Caddo Chimney Crayfish, the White Spring Cave Crayfish, the Socorro Snail, the Variable Cuckoo Bumblebee, the Short-Nosed Cisco, the Mossy Alemia, the Ohau Treen Snail, the Parump Poolfish, the Banff Springs Fiza, the Flattened Musk Turtle, the Kauai Nukupu, the bony tail, the Alabama sturgeon. The sounds of extinction, the names of extinction.
This is Reverend Billy once again. I'd like to uh, come to the close of today's Earth Service by reading to you a letter written by Savitri D., who is the director of our performances by the Church of Stop Shopping, whether those performances are on the concert stage or in the back aisle of a Walmart or inside a laboratory uh, operated by Monsanto and Bayer or walking among the executive desks of the Fossil Bank, J.P. Morgan Chase, wherever we may be. Savitri is our director, the last person to talk to us before we begin singing and preaching. Here's the letter. I'm writing to you, the Stop Shopping community and the friends and loved ones of our family. Writing to you from our home in Brooklyn on the second to last day of December as we turn to a new year. It seems impossible to measure now against then, to see today and all the other days too, how the year sailed by, the spring, full of death and beautiful long blue days, the summer when the streets filled with rebellious bodies and rage, and the fall when we tried our hardest to believe it could get better. And now, this strange winter, already sort of long, we mourn the loss of life, the pain of so many families around our city and around the world, especially here in our home place where thousands and thousands left us in just a few weeks' time. Every day we say goodbye again. And then we say goodbye to the beloved neighborhood and community places, the institutions, the restaurants, the places of gathering. How do we care for each other? In the Stop Shopping Choir, we gather once a week and we do things. We make actions, plan actions. We make songs. We create our radio show. We write each other postcards, letters, and text, and call. We show up for groups who ask us. We try to help them. We have a laugh when we can. We rely on each other and we share with each other. We build a network and hope it is resilient and adaptable. How do we care? The earth continues her amazing revolution around the sun and so much undescribed life persists. We are sometimes weary of the practical, the technical, even the actual. We close our eyes and dream of the world we want to live in, one where institutions are in service to life and war is finally over. And now we live here in this moment, on the brink of a new year, and there's so much work to do. These civic institutions are not in service to our lives, and war is not finally over. You and I, we are birds in the treetops at dawn, exciting the action in the canopy. Will you help us? The lifelines that you offer us now are superpowered with deep gratitude, savagery. And that letter has gone out to thousands of people, and now it goes out to you.
to people who listen to our radio show. It's been now six months since we launched it. Thank you for your support. RevBilly.com is our website, and there are donate buttons there. <laughs> Calling out to you, singing songs, and reciting prayers. So this is Reverend Billy thanking all the people that contributed to this show today from Dragonfly's solo at the beginning of the show in the Revolution Song through uh, Maya Angelou, through the Fiery Eagles of Justice, Jason Candler, Brendan Burke. Many people have contributed. Thank you all. Earthalluya. <laughs>